Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from the Feast of St. Lawrence the Deacon. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each must do as already determined, without sadness or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Moreover, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having all you need, we may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Blessed the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His posterity shall be mighty upon the earth. The upright generation shall be blessed. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He shall never be moved. The just one shall be in everlasting remembrance. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. An evil report he shall not fear. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steadfast. He shall not fear till he looks down upon his foes. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Lavishly he gives to the poor. His generosity shall endure forever. His horn shall be exalted in glory. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the least publicized changes made by Pope Francis to the Roman Curia is the elevated profile given to the office of papal almoner. The almoner is the Vatican official responsible for the distribution of funds used for charity, not only in Rome, but throughout the universal church. While in recent years the papal almoner held the rank of archbishop, the almoner now leads what is known as the dicastery for the service of charity. Dicasteries are the highest-ranking departments in the church and are generally led by cardinals, the pope's closest advisors. In fact, the Holy Father's choice of Francis as his papal name is inspired by St. Francis of Assisi, Il Poverello, as he was called, who renounced his family riches to embrace a life of poverty and to serve the church by that very example key element of Franciscan spirituality. In one of his first papal audiences, Pope Francis told journalists, how I would like a church that is poor and for the poor. This is not something new, or at least it shouldn't seem that way. The church has always held charity to be one of her primary ministries. In the third century, in fact, the post of papal almoner was prominent, held by one of only seven deacons in the Diocese of Rome. During the reign of Pope Sixtus II, the post was held by Lawrence, whose feast we celebrate today. Lawrence was responsible for managing the church's financial affairs affairs, and the distribution of alms to the poor. Unfortunately, the Emperor Valerian executed a severe persecution of the church, and Pope Sixtus II was beheaded. Shortly afterward, Deacon Lawrence was arrested and ordered to surrender all the riches of the church to the emperor. 
Lawrence asked for three days to collect the church's assets. He then gave away as much of the church's property to the city's indigent as possible and presented himself to the prefect after three days. When ordered to deliver the treasures of the church, he he presented the city's indigent, crippled, blind, and suffering, and declared that these were the true treasures of the church, saying, Here are the treasures of the church. You see, the church is truly rich, far richer than your emperor. Lawrence was martyred not long thereafter. The church's mission to the poor has always been essential to our identity. St. Francis stripped himself naked and wore rags while begging in the streets and preaching the gospel. Despite our challenges, we live comfortably and worship God all too comfortably. The poor are too often an afterthought. Outreach to those in need is not an addition to evangelization. Rather, it is an essential part of it. To live opulently and throw a few coins to the needy is not only a betrayal of our common vocation, it is a scandal to the world. Fixing that does not begin and end with making the papal almoner a cardinal. Are our parish communities places of charity? How about our homes? As you drink a delicious cup of coffee while driving an air-conditioned car to an air-conditioned church, it's something for all of us to consider today. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.